Today, drama in the House of Representatives and the FDA says abortion pills can now be offered at retail pharmacies. We've got all of that and more coming up, and it all starts right now. Welcome to the news and why it matters. Happy New Year. I am Sarah Gonzalez and it's been a while but uh, we've dusted everything off including ourselves and we're going to try to uh, to hit everything that we potentially missed while we were gone and here to join me uh, doing that today is my best friend, also host of the Chad Prather Show. Chad Prather, I just want to know why you laughed I when laughed I said you're my best friend. Because we're not best friends at all. This, that friend. is a television no. facade that everybody <laughs> needs to see through those smoke and mirrors. You and I are in a feud. And I'm, I may be leaving the blaze. I don't know. <laughs> well, join the club, I guess. I know. <laughs> you know what? I'm getting in the flow of this mass, mass exodus, <laughs> leaving this Egyptian slavery. Oh, my gosh. Well, moving on to uh, Jason Buttrell, chief researcher of the Glenn Beck program, who warned me by walking onto my set and saying that he was sick and he sounded like crap. So. It's going to sound kind of funky. We're off to so. a really good start today <laughs> in the new year. Uh, there was a lot that uh, that happened, and I felt like, God, okay, so when we get back to the show, we can just kind of catch up on all of the things that happened over Christmas, before New Year's, and now so many things have happened in the last 48 hours yeah. that I'm like, well, now we have to talk about that first. Yep. So I forgot. I don't remember... I don't remember the first Kevin McCarthy vote, much less <laughs> what's happening today. Well, I think there's been six now six? as of as of the time of this taping. Of course, that could change. Who knows how many votes they're going to try to get in in one day. Um, there was, what was there, f four yesterday? Was it four? Three. Three yesterday. And now the fourth four, was this morning. Yeah, so four, five, six today. So who knows and, what the future holds? And, and they're pretty consistent now. There's no, they're, not, they're not budging at all. What's, no. Is it uh, Byron? What's his last mm -hmm. name? Byron uh, Donald. Byron Donald. He's... Getting 20 votes pretty consistently. Yes, yeah, so it's time. so it's group it's 20 Republicans, as Jason mentioned, voting for uh, Representative Byron Donalds, who is from Florida. Uh, 20 on, Patriots. Let's yeah, just say that. Thank you, thank you. And this, of course, he was nominated by Representative Chip Roy, who I would argue is there anyone better? Oh, rock star. In, yeah, yeah, in the House, then Chip Roy. Uh, no. I, I can't think of anyone. Um, and, uh, of course, he said, for the first time in history, there have been two black Americans placed into the nomination for speaker. He was, of course, referring to the Democratic nominee, who is uh, Hakeem Jeffries of New York. So so here's the deal. So I, I wish, uh, Control, do I have a, a list of the, of the names of the, the, the patriots, as Jason pointed out? Um, so it's what Lauren Boebert, I know, is one of them. Um, and uh, Jason, name some of the others while I'm trying to pull this up here. Um, Matt Gates, Boebert, Roy, Gates. Yeah. Uh, I think pretty much all the House Freedom Caucus, mm -hmm. which seems like this is mostly orchestrated by them, which yeah. is just awesome. Um, I don't know if you guys heard Chip Roy talking this morning on Glenn's radio show, but he laid out exactly what they're doing, why they're doing it. Because there's so many people now that are like, what are you doing? Like, you know, we finally got the house back. Now let's, you know, like yeah. seize control and blah, blah, blah. Nothing will change yeah. regardless of if it's a Democrat in power or if it's Kevin McCarthy. Everything will stay the same. It doesn't matter if we have a Republican majority. It will stay the same. And the reason is, is these establishment legacy status quo uh, politicians, Democrat or Republican, yeah. they're very com uh, com uh, comfortable and they're very 
obese in their power and everything that they're doing, they're basically alligators in the swamp. This is how the swamp rules our country. And they're all, like I said, status quo legacy figures of that. Um, they're purposely keeping people like real conservatives, like Chip Roy, like a Boebert, um, uh, all the House Freedom Caucus members. They're keeping them out of like committees that actually make a you know an actual difference, and committees like the Rules Committee, where I, I didn't even really know about this until I started looking into it. But I remember you know when we were like looking at uh, Schoolhouse Rock. Like, this is how a bill becomes a law, you know, that walking on its own feet. Um, it would you know it would get proposed, it would then get sent to committee, and then from if you remember that, it then gets sent to the House to, to vote on. But but now, but it doesn't get go, really go like, there's one more stop. It goes to the Rules Committee before getting sent to the House to be debated on and then, and then vote on. Well, in the Rules, Rules Committee, that's where they're setting all the rules and what they're actually kind of like the stopgap to what actually gets voted on. Well, the problem is there's no conservatives in there. Um, they're making these rules that kind of bypass the debate from there. They get sent to being uh, straight to being voted on and signed before anyone even gets to read what these things are. Mm -hmm. That's how you can get mm -hmm. people like Pelosi say, well, first we need to pass it before we can see what's in it. Mm -hmm. No, that's not the way the country's supposed to work. And we have these patriots that are actually trying to stop it now, right the ship and make it change, to make it different. So the swamp does not control our fate anymore. Right. But people like Dan Crenshaw are calling oh. them enemies yes. for crying Started out loud. on Dan Crenshaw Oh my this. gosh. It's, I know, I know. Well, it's like, again, it's like, who needs enemies with friends like these, is yeah. what I find myself saying consistently with this Republican Party. Mm. Um, so I want to, I want to just, okay, we mentioned a couple of these representatives who are voting against McCarthy consistently. We mentioned Boebert, Gates, uh, also, Paul Gassar is one of them. Uh, Chip Roy, as you mentioned, Keith Self, uh, our friend Anna Paulina Luna. So um, uh, Andy Biggs, I believe. So, um, you know, it's just it's it's fascinating because take take Lauren Boebert, for instance. Um, we hear about all of these backroom deals that are being done. Uh, we hear about which I'll get to in a second. You know, Trump, who's saying there's a lot of negotiation that's that's taking place. There's a lot of traction that you guys are gaining. Uh, you know, to vote for Kevin and let's be done with it and move on. But as Bobert pointed out today, she said that um, they've been in negotiations with Kevin McCarthy, and uh, they actually said that. They offered McCarthy a proposal that would have allowed him to reach the 218 vote threshold needed, um, but he, she says he smugly refused. It was very common sense things like putting forward a border security bill, putting forward a term limits bill, having a measure in place where any member of Congress who offers an amendment to reduce the federal debt, uh, that's made in order. And he didn't want to, he didn't want to capitulate to that. Again, it's like, what? Why would a Republican not want That's to capitulate to that? That's what I'm saying. Who needs enemies with friends like these? I mean, look, I understand that the, the term common sense gets thrown around way too often by the left, but when you hear what these things are, it's like, why are you a member of the Republican Party if you can't come to a deal on things like that that is supposed to be part of your party's platform? Okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> First of all, the Republican Party is dead. Mm -hmm. It's dead. It's mm -hmm. dead. It's dead. It's a carcass floating in the water. Uh, it, it, the whole thing needs to be dissolved at this point. I agree with Joe Biden, who today in a press conference, when they asked him about it, he said it's embarrassing. It is embarrassing. 
to Jason's point, which, by the way, for those of you, and I want to look right in the camera when I ask you this question, how many of you, when Jason was talking about going to the Rules Committee and all of these things, the extra steps, I'm just a bill, how many of y'all just glossed over, you just glazed over, you went white noise? That's the problem right there. The mm -hmm. fact that you don't know is one thing, but the fact that you don't care is completely different because you think that these eggheads in Washington, D.C., inside the Beltway are just going to take care of everything for you. They're just going to take care of everything. Well, you know what? That's what they've been doing, and as of today... You know, old Mitch McConnell, he's been there longer than any other Republican ever in the history of the United States in terms of holding that position. Why are we going to continue to let these guys who do not have our common best interests at heart continue to do the same old thing? This is the, the thing that these these 19, these 20 you know, House members are doing and what they're trying to accomplish is to say, look, the same old thing is not the, the status quo is not acceptable anymore. We right. can't continue to do this stuff because you're going to continue to get the same stupid results yep. of big government infringement, non-constitutional, unconstitutional government, big federal overreach. You're going to continue to get all of the same stuff with a guy like McCarthy. Mm. So. I appreciate their stance, and yes, it was a great interview that Glenn had with Chip this morning. Chip's speech yesterday was phenomenal. Yep. Uh, he spoke again on the House floor today. It was great. Um, I'm glad that we have guys that are outspoken and say the things that need to be said, like Chip Roy. I mean, it takes mm -hmm. a lot to, to go against the grain. I mean, when you got you know 220 people and, and you're you're only 20 of the you got 200 people opposing you, right. that in and of itself. You know how smarmy, swampy Kevin McCarthy is. The fact that he will not capitulate to these things tells you everything you need yeah. to know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They're not for your best interest. That's why I say the Republican Party is dead. They do not. If you are a limited government, take care of your own business conservative, you're not a member of the Republican Party anymore. They wow. don't care about you. They don't want you. They're not going to introduce term limits because how would a Mitch McConnell or a Kevin McCarthy or any of these other people, how are they going to stay in power? Yeah. Can I just say, like, sure. like say Dan Crenshaw, he literally called these actual true conservatives mm -hmm. enemies mm -hmm. because they want to right the ship. Now, remember, he, he completely, I, I think that when he started, he was completely different. I don't completely think he was. Different. Yeah, he completely was. different. Can I, can I say and before I you finish that thought? Yes. Because, because here's where I am. As a person who has been in a friendship with Dan Crenshaw for a number of years, I have been very careful in the things I've said because I'm like, I knew who the guy was. Mm -hmm. I don't recognize this human being. I don't know who he is. Yeah, that, and so now I'm at a point now where gloves are off. I don't care anymore. Yeah, yeah that, that, that's yeah. DC. I, I don't think he start. I know he didn't start off that way. But then when you get in that machine and then you start making a little money, we, we were talking about on what we're going to talk about on Glenn's show tonight. Uh, all the people that all the co uh, congressmen that make this crazy amount of money seemingly out of nowhere they just beat the statistics oh yeah there it is right there he beats the uh, stock market one step above nancy pelosi and we all know how corrupt <laughs> the Pelosi's are on this we're constantly right. hammering right. he's above them <laughs> yep. i, I can tell you i've been drunk with dan crenshaw many times <laughs> I, he hadn't shared any stock tips with me <laughs> i mean if he was that big of a if he was that big of a, a, a wall street shark i mean if he's the wolf of wall street apparently I, he never shared any of those tips with me when we were, when our eyes were getting crooked well that's that's uh, that's what it becomes. They start with good intentions. They get there. They get into the machine. They see what they can do, how much money they can make, how they can enrich themselves mm -hmm. and their families. Mm -hmm. The Bidens are, are yeah. probably the poster children, poster family for this type of behavior. The Pelosi's certainly are, but the Republicans are no better. Right. They're the same. They get in there. They stop thinking about you, all of us. It's not a government for the people, by the people. It's a government for the swamp, by the swamp.
That's what we have to turn over. We have to blow up. So, okay. So I want I want to get back to I mentioned briefly. Uh, Donald Trump has really spoken out on this. Previously, he was like, "Yeah, Kevin's my guy." Then he became remarkably silent when asked once he started noticing that Kevin was going to get pushback. And uh, just this morning, I believe it was. Uh, he he. I always want to say tweeted out. He didn't tweet he truthed, because he's truthed. not. Yeah, he's not on Twitter. It was on Truth Social, which is of course his platform. He said. Some really good conversations took place last night, and it's now time for all of our great Republican House members to vote for Kevin, close the deal, take the victory, and watch crazy Nancy Pelosi fly back home to a very broken California. Uh, do not turn a great triumph into a giant and embarrassing defeat. It's time to celebrate. You deserve it. It's <laughs> my favorite part. Kevin McCarthy will do a good job, and maybe even a great job. Just, Just watch. watch. <laughs> I have a hard time stomaching this. Yeah. I have a really hard time stomaching this. And I know there are a lot of you out there who love Donald Trump and you are with him till the ends of the earth. And I respect you for that. But I would like for you to, my computer's talking to me. I would like for you to at least answer, give me a good answer as to why, if this is the guy who's going to drain the swamp, what possible reason could he have to be supporting Kevin McCarthy, of all people. I cannot think of a good one. Other than he's playing 15 million thousand 3D chess. Yeah, well. Do you, 15, do you want me to jump yeah, on the table? Go ahead. <laughs> and listen, if you, if you want to get pissed off over this concept, stay tuned to Blaze. After this episode, yeah. we'll talk about it on my show, yeah, yeah. and I promise you, uh, we'll piss all of you off. Go ahead, Jason. <laughs> yeah. I, I would just, let me take the best possible angle I can on this. And... Even we have sources that are telling us kind of what's going on behind the scenes. We know that Kevin McCarthy is going to be the speaker. Uh, that's probably, that's in the 90% chance that's what's going to happen. Everyone that's voting right now within the House Freedom Caucus and the others uh, to try and get change on this, mm -hmm. it's a negotiation tactic. Mm -hmm. So when Trump truthed that there were concessions made, that's what they're trying to get. Mm -hmm. So they're trying to get what you were, what you just laid out, certain things on the border. Well, they clearly things. haven't gotten them yet. Exactly. So th that, that is the one thing that, I don't know if what he thought was, okay, they met these guidelines, they made these concessions, whatever, so maybe now's the time to throw in the towel. Clearly it's not enough. Yeah. So I do know that he's got some inside information. He knows that process. He knows it's negotiation and they're trying to get certain things before they eventually give in to McCarthy. It pains me to say that McCarthy will be the speaker, probably so, but that's where he's coming from. I yeah. still don't. I don't. I don't love it. Oh, I don't love it either. I Watch mean, my show. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, I, yeah. I am gonna. You said you I were gonna on fall on the grenade, guys, but know, yeah. he didn't really because he <laughs> tackles it himself on his show. Oh no, again, no, 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 which I, I we've already taped, so I'm just telling right, you we taped right. it before we came in here. So. I love the guy, but oh, well, do do you still after the uh, what, the thing he said about the abortion? Uh, no, I mean, there's a lot of things. He's making it much I more difficult. I know. Uh, how far are we from break? How we got? Well, I don't have a prompter up, so take as much time as you need. Well. I'm pissing everybody off because I keep calling things as I see it, all right? And, I'm, and I'm, there's a reason why I keep saying that Donald Trump is not the same in 2023 as he was in 2015, mm -hmm. all right? Not the same guy. It seems like there's different intentions that are here. And, and again, the, the, he's made the deal God, right? And Which, again, that's Donald Trump. I appreciate that. But the deal in 2015 was America first. Now it's Trump first. Mm -hmm. And everybody keeps saying that every, all these blaze hosts are pandering 
to some other candidate besides Donald Trump. No, we're just saying this is what we see. You've talked about having some inside information. There's conversations we have with people. We see things from a different angle. Maybe everybody in the general public doesn't. But we see things that we're like, mm, there's, a, there's been a change. There's been a shift. I mean, there's just something that's not right there. And we're sitting here talking about it. You're like, oh, well, you guys are just after big government, Bush back, Karl Rove. No, we're not. We want the guy back. I mean, I, I want Trump to be the Trump we knew, the guy we voted for twice already. Well, you didn't. <laughs> I voted for him the second time the second around. Second time. Okay. <laughs> but once I saw his amazing record, thank you very much for Chad Prather gets me in trouble. So I'm just saying that it, it, where we're going ain't right. Yeah. I mean, to keep not only endorsing Kevin McCarthy, but to prop him up and support him and push him, promote him the way this is going on. And the, the pro-life thing or the, the abortion thing, that pissed me off. That pissed me off. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's a horrible take on that part. And don't even have to get into the supporting all the little things like, you know, Dr. Oz, which is not a little thing, but compared to... Can I say... Know, last word. I don't care how many effing seats we lost because of overturning Roe v. Wade. Right. We overturned Roe v. Wade. Yeah. So I do not care. That's right. You know how many I, seats around the dinner table there are now? Right. Exactly. Right. Exactly. How many we so, saved. Yeah. I mean, that's, let's let's talk about seats that got saved yeah. versus you know power hungry people in yeah. Washington D.C. Yeah. Amen. Uh, all right. We've got to uh, take a quick break. We'll be back with more. First, we want to uh, we want to thank our sponsor. And look, this is Start Mail. So if you are tired of feeling like your personal data is at risk, or maybe you worry that big tech is watching every move you make. If you don't want anyone else knowing where you've been, who you've met, what you're thinking, you've got to try Startmail. It is the perfect solution for protecting your privacy and giving you peace of mind. Their secure email service keeps your inbox safe from unwanted spying eyes and protects you from spam. Every message can be encrypted or password protected, and when you delete it, you're actually deleting it. It's gone forever. You can get unlimited disposable email aliases to keep your real identity hidden online, and with just a few clicks, you can easily switch from your existing email provider and start taking advantage of Startmail's enhanced privacy protection. Sign up today to save 50% off your first subscription year. That is five zero, fifty 50%. There's never been a better time to go to startmail.com slash why. Join the thousands of people who have chosen Startmail for their email security needs. That is Startmail with a T, startmail.com slash why for 50% off. You know, Jason mentioned uh, Roe versus Wade overturning Roe versus Wade in the uh, the last segment there, and um, well, the Biden administration and all of the alphabet agencies are, of course, doing everything that they can to try to circumvent that overturning of Roe v. Wade, which, uh, as we know, didn't ban abortions from happening nationwide. It just allowed states the right to uh, choose their own policies there. Well, the Food and Drug Administration, the FDA, has announced that retail pharmacies like CVS and Walgreens can now provide abortion pills. So this was, of course, the abortion pill uh, that was previously only available through doctors, clinics, or some mail-order pharmacies. And this new rule change from the FDA will allow any pharmacy abiding by its guidelines to fill prescription orders in stores and by mail. Um, so the FDA, this is, it's fascinating though. So they said- By mail? By mail, correct. You're picking up what I'm putting down here. Okay. So trying to make it easier 
uh, and they said, so it was interesting because they, they decided to make it available by mail, but they did say that they recommended against the purchase of this particular drug without a prescription. So you're still supposed to have a prescription. However, if you make it by mail, presumably it becomes much easier. You could get a prescription by, you know, there are, are internet doctors all the time that you can go on and get prescriptions from, uh, get your prescription by mail, what have you. And uh, they said the FDA does not have regulatory oversight of prescription medicines from the from outside the legitimate U.S. drug supply chain. Therefore, the FDA cannot ensure the safety, effectiveness, or quality of those medications. So they are, of course, only providing, uh, this, is, this is only for, the I don't even know how to say it. Mifepristone, is that you're the? Yeah, yeah. You're, well, just let you're it, a medicine I mean, you, guy. You're close enough to that. <laughs> okay, thanks. You're a medicine guy. Thanks, yeah. thanks. Um, so this. I do drugs. There's a big difference. <laughs> He's joking. He's joking. Um, but uh, so medication abortion accounted for 54 percent of U.S. abortions in 2020. That percentage is of course likely to increase as retail pharmacies provide abortion pills making it, trying to make it much easier for people to be able to kill their oh, own Oh, liberals, don't they just kill babies. you? Yeah, they do, one way or the other. You know, you know I've discussed this over and over again. I mean, they're, 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 they, they, it's a cult of death, all right? It is. They're going to make it as easy as they possibly can. The, gov the federal government should have never had any right whatsoever to even speak into this whole deal. Uh, this is ultimately up to the individuals, up to the states. That's what the overturning of Roe v. Wade on the federal level is all about anyway. Um... And, you know, listen, they're running multi-million dollar ads in Canada. If you get an ingrown toenail, they, they, they're like, you know, if, if you want to get to see a doctor, that's in six months. But we can euthanize you tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> like they, they're, they're, It's all about killing people mm -hmm. and it, from the womb to wherever. And so, you know, it doesn't surprise me they're going to do this. And then what are they going to sweep under the rug? There's going to be some side effects. There's going to be some problems. There's going to be the misuse of this drug, all mm -hmm. these kind of things, because it's not under any kind of supervision whatsoever of persons out there. I mean, who take, who's taking these abortion pills? You know, I mean, the person that's the most responsible person in the world? Probably not. That's why they're pregnant. Right. You know, because yeah. let's face it, the abortion industry is built on convenience. That person who had a oops moment, and now you're making drugs available for them that could have all kind of effects. Yeah. So ridiculous. I, I'd love to like. I'd love to see the liberal liberal freak out of some of these activists uh, if all of a sudden they said there was a, a you know, a, an abortion drug for puppies and kittens. Puppies. Yeah. Mm. They were now going to just flush out into the market. How would they react to that? Mm -hmm. yeah. They would be like, gluing their hands, just almost said the S word, <laughs> crap, and then all oh, throwing paint on stuff yeah. and freaking out. But for human beings. This is fine. Okay, fine. It's moves and counter moves with these people. You have to start hitting them in the legal uh, arena as well as the commercial arena. A lot of the gut, you should be reaching out to your governors, congressmen, everyone in your states, depending on the laws in your states, because as Chad pointed out, that's what Roe v. Wade overturn was all about, putting it in the hands of this place where you live. Um, you should be reaching out to them to say, okay, CVS, Walgreens, these places, if you're going to accept these drugs, mm -hmm. you're going to lose your commercial license. Mm -hmm. Any uh, doctor, if you're within the state, you prescribe these things and they get sent you know, within that state, you lose your doctor's license. That's the way we have to play right now. Um, if they are delivered by freaking mail, then I'm sorry, UPS, you cannot operate in our area. FedEx, same to you. If you deliver these illegal drugs mm -hmm. in our state, mm -hmm. that's what's going to happen. We're going to treat it like you're delivering heroin.
to some of these houses. Right. That's the way you need to operate. We have to take the gloves off. That's the only way to move forward. Yeah, because I mean, you know, you think about. I, I love that you say that because this is that's what the left is doing here, right? We we see what they do on everything. They incrementally, very slowly and methodically chip away at at whatever it is, whatever policy it is, until they get what they want. The same thing can be said here. Oh, it used to be that it was only available by like you had to go to the actual doctor. It was only available through the doctors and the clinics. Now. All of a sudden, you can drive through at you know CVS and be able to go and and get your abortion pill. If you don't think for one second that that is uh, just one of many steps that they are incrementally trying to you know uh, change towards just not getting one without a prescription, right? I mean, I, you're kidding yourself if you don't think that this is just one of many steps that they are trying to take to make it so that you can just like uh, go to the you know go up the block and go get your abortion pill uh, from, I don't know, uh, your dealer and come home and go get go have your abortion on the toilet, I guess. I, I don't know, but yeah, I mean, it's back just... Out, back out partying by the weekend. I, I guess so, and I, who deals with the ramifications if there is some sort of, a, you know, so, something goes wrong? I mean, all of these medications are not without harmful potential side effects, but the more, the easier they make it. But, oh, but wait, I'm sorry. They're, they're pro-women, right? They care about the woman. Mm. Not the woman that's bleeding out on the floor of her bathroom because she yeah, took this pill. Nobody doing that. And there's nobody there to, you know. There's there's no mail-in drug to help you when you're dealing with your depression afterwards because you got guilt from what you did. Right. Right. Or the future woman, baby girl, that mm -hmm. is going to die from this. They yeah. don't care about that woman to be. Yeah. They don't care about her at all. Yeah. You know, it's just ridiculous. Again, the left's way of dealing with something like this is they would hire Mark Elias, they'd raise holy hell, and they would. Take it all to the Supreme Court if, if they wanted to. What you got now, the McCarthy-McConnell way, is to go, better not do it, you better not do it. Oh, you did it, okay. And then they just return <laughs> back into their shell. Yeah. You know, like, no, that's again why we need to stop that. You know, right. Get rid of them. Yeah. Just get rid of them and start hitting them where it hurts. Yep, I totally agree. Um, all right, we'll be back with more. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Upside. So inflation has us all thinking about different ways to cut back, whether it's driving less, dining out less, or buying less from the grocery store. We can all agree there's nothing fun about less. This is why you need to use Upside. This is a great app for anyone who uh, does things that literally everyone is doing, like buying gas, groceries, dining out. And with Upside, you don't have to cut back because you're getting cash back on every purchase. It's very, very simple. You just download the free Upside app on your phone and then it will show you, it will give you a location of uh, like where are offers in your area. It uses your GPS and it will tell you there's an offer here at this gas station. If you need to, uh, if you need to go there for gas, there's an offer here at this restaurant. If you're going out to eat and uh, you can go and you click check in and then you get paid. It really is that easy. Uh, Upside users, by the way, are earning more than a million dollars every week. That's probably why they have a 4.8 star rating on the App Store. You can download that free Upside app. Use promo code NEWS to get $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more using promo code NEWS. Mar Hamlin's family released a statement yesterday after the uh, Bill's safety, of course, this is it's like the shot heard around the world. I think nobody uh, doesn't know what happened here, but he suffered a cardiac arrest when he collapsed during the first quarter of a game against the Cincinnati Bengals Monday night. Uh, the family in their statement expressed their sincere gratitude for the love and support 
shown. They said we are deeply moved by the prayers, kind words and donations from fans across the country. We also want to acknowledge the dedicated first responders and healthcare professionals at the University of Cincinnati Medical Center who have provided exceptional care to DeMar. Uh, we feel so blessed to be part of the Buffalo Bills organization and to have their support. And they closed out their statement by continuing to call for prayers for DeMar and promise to release updates as soon as they have them. Um, so, of course, very, very uh, traumatizing event, I'm sure, for the players that were down there on the field who witnessed this firsthand. It was traumatizing to watch live. It, yes, crazy. on TV. So that's why I'm saying I, I can't even imagine yeah. uh, how traumatizing it was for these players who, of course, I'm sure feel like family. You spend so much time together. You practice uh, so much. But, you know, it's just fascinating um, to hear the complete, complete glossing over. I'm not even, you guys can take it here immediately if you'd like to. I'm not going to take it here immediately, but I would say, I think when, uh, how old is he, 24? I think when a 24-year-old male in peak physical condition is collapsing on a football field uh, because he's having a cardiac event, I think that that merits, like, a lot of investigation. Yeah. We should be asking some questions, that's for sure. I mean, and let me, you know, just go out there and say, obviously, DeMar Hamlin is a, is a fine man. He's a great individual. I mean, you find out how great these guys are after something tragic like this happens. You know, here's a guy who's doing a ton for his community, doing tons for kids, and, and just a great person. I've heard interviews with him. I mean, he's got his head on his shoulders properly. I mean, he's a, he's a sharp guy, and he understands where he is as a blessing, and, and you know, and then you see that happen. You don't want to see it happen to anybody, but you see that with somebody who's living literally in the prime of so many things. Obviously, people are going to start asking questions. They're going to say, you know, why? What? You know, it, this it's normal. It's human nature to ask what happened to this guy. Mm -hmm. And the thing that bothered me the most was the social media people out there that just said, well, you can't ask why. Well, you can ask why. The fact that you're telling me to shut up makes me want to ask it even more. So, uh, you know, and the thing is, I think you've got so many people out there who have given themselves over to Big Pharma's recommendations, and now they cannot imagine a world in which they hear the words coming out of their own mouth saying, ooh, I was wrong, mm. right? And, the, and for people like us to ask that question is a reminder to them. It puts a magnifying, it puts a spotlight on what the decisions they made. And not only that, you demanded that we do it too. You didn't even give us a choice, and so now we're going, hmm, something suspect here. And so it gets a little bit bigger than one football player. It's about a lot of football players. In fact, it's a lot of, about a whole human race mm -hmm. that have now been subjected to something. And so if it's going to affect me, it's going to affect my kids, it's going to affect people around me, family members, people that I love and care about, that maybe they got a vaccination. Maybe I should go, is there something we need to be concerned about? So, yeah. to, so to your point, Jason, before you, before you chime in here, uh, Dr. Peter McCullough uh, this is a, a recent study, a recent paper uh, from him and another doctor that they, again, we always talk about, let's look at the science, let's look at the data. Well, this is what they did. So there's a, a really sharp rise in athlete death. So uh, since vaccination, so this is from January 2021 to the time of the writing, which is November 2022. 1,598 athletes suffered cardiac arrest, uh, 1,101 of which with deadly outcome and of course notably in a 38 years time span 100 i'm sorry 1001 athletes 1101 athletes under the age of 35 
died uh, due to various heart-related condi conditions, 50% uh, of whom, uh, let's see, infection in a large population study. So this also says, just again, for the record, this is coming from the doctors, not from me, since the end of 2021 and throughout 2022, young age excess mortality has substantially increased in many European countries in concert with the vaccine program. And when did he tweet that? When did he tweet that? Hours after the after this happened. Oh, yes, yeah. okay. Okay, yes. so my point is, right. he's clearly hinting right. that there might be something more. And this is not some schlub, right? No. This is probably the most decorated cardiologist in yes. American history? Yes, Probably. Certainly the most published, I would say. Yeah, mm -hmm. um, and he's had other interviews on, on this specific thing the date back uh, several weeks ago, where he was talking about another doctor that was saying that what's going on with some of these athletes. And I love how the, when we were talking about this, everyone was like, no, 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 it's this, it's other thing. It's right. blunt impact of the chest. That's all it is. It's right. substance. Don't, don't raise any other questions. They were so adamant about that. And by the way, that's the first cue for you to take a step back and go, wait a minute. Yeah. Why right. are you so adamant about this right. and right. dismissing everything else? Right. Um, but he was saying that what they were seeing is that what's happening is because of the effect of the vaccine um, that has on the heart, he says a sudden, um, I think he said, uh, expulsion of adrenaline is causing a lot of these heart mm, issues. That's what's happening. That's mm. what's happening. Or at least that's a very good it's, theory. It's one of the mm. things that's happening. Mm -hmm. um, you know, Dr. McCullough and I were doing an event together a few months ago, and there was a person in the crowd who stood up and asked a question, said, you know, my friend was on a heart transplant list and, and they took him off because he was unwilling to get vaccinated. And he said, why would you get the vaccination if you're on a heart transplant list? Because the vaccination, no matter what it is, is immediately going to affect the heart. Mm -hmm. So if you've already got a weak heart that needs to be transplanted, why would you further weaken that heart while you're on a waiting list? It doesn't make any sense. But they took him off the list for that. You know, uh, Dr. Hytham Ahmed uh, tweeted this out. He said, we just learned Hamlin was resuscitated twice, once on the field with ROSC and again in the hospital. As a cardiologist, this makes commodio cortis less likely. If the impact caused an arrhythmia and rhythm was restored, he wouldn't arrest again an mm -hmm. hour later, fully val needed. So when you've got heart doctors and cardiologists out there saying, um, yeah, the, the, the common thread that you guys are trying to piece together, that you Twitter bots are trying to give new vocabulary um, you know, commodio cordis last week. I mean, spell check doesn't even allow that word on your phone when you try to type it out. Nobody knows what that is. You've heard of the, the rare occurrence of that happening to a Little League kid getting hit in the chest with a baseball or something like that. But the fact that that suddenly became, well, you have to watch my show to hear the full explanation mm -hmm. of why that suddenly became the agenda for everybody. Um, we'll talk about it next show. But well, it's just, it's fascinating because you, so you said that that doctor tweeted out full e eval needed, full evaluation needed. Yeah. Yes. But That's what I that. mean by that is like, okay, let's look into why uh, between January 2021 and November 2022, you had the same amount of athletes who suffered cardiac arrest, I'm sorry, who suffered cardiac arrest and died as you had in a previous 38 years. It's not even the same, it's less. It, 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 yeah. It's it, less. Yeah. It's a couple hundred less. Yeah, and when you start seeing, and just in the last couple of years as a test subject, where professional athletes, the increase of their heart uh, or their cardiac episodes has increased by 1,700% with a 69% mortality rate, fatality rate. You gotta step back and go, um, that's why I hyper hyperbolically said on Twitter the other night, 
Tuesday night, I said, just just abolish the whole NFL. Don't take another snap until we figure out what's going on. Especially because you mandated these, yeah. the vaccine. You mandated it. So, so yes. this could potentially, if there was if there was an iota of percentage of chance, like you keep talking about Commodio Cortis, you keep saying, oh, well, it's a small chance. Oh, let me tell you, in an adult, you got three times better chance of getting struck by lightning than it happening to you. But especially if you're a pro athlete. So if there is a modicum of chance, remember, we had we just shut down the world Mm -hmm. over something that had a mortality rate of point zero zero one percent. You shut down the world because there was a chance Mm -hmm. somebody could get covid shut down the NFL. If there's a chance that this person could have a problem because of this mRNA vaccine, if there's a chance of that, then I think you should you don't take another snap. Screw Skip Bayless with ESPN soon. Well, I can't believe they're not going to finish this game. This has implications for the playoffs. No, shut the whole damn thing down. Close out the whole industry. People go, people go that's extreme. Mm-hmm. Is it? You think? Shut the whole world down for three years. I thought that was a little extreme. But you know what? If it saved only one life. I wish we could blur out middle fingers on this show. Yeah. The crazy thing about those statistics is that you'll see like write-ups from the New York Times or Post where they're like, this has no merit. This official CDC statistics. I'm like, does statistics even mean anything anymore? Because you have world-renowned cardiologists like Peter McCullough saying these statistics. Mm -hmm. Then you have the CDC say, or the New York Times and the CDC saying something different. Who the F is right? Right. Like, what are you talking about? How can look at your eyes? Yeah. Have you ever heard of so many young people suddenly dying? That makes no sense. We're supposed to forget that happened. Do I have a couple seconds here? A couple seconds. The last thing I want to go out is it was a weird social experiment to see that night of just everything going on. Not only from people trying to deny all discourse, yeah. um, but also. Did you notice how suddenly thoughts and prayers was suddenly in vogue again? It was a happening he said, thing. He said the same thing. No one denied that. No one yeah. ridiculed anyone. They it asked was for suddenly him. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, it's don't crazy. ask questions, just pray. <laughs> yeah. That's what they yeah. said. Mm-hmm. Suddenly it mattered. Yep. Suddenly praying is back in style again. Uh, we've got more to come. First, I want to thank our sponsor, Keeps. So, I, well, listen. He was doing really well with Keeps, it which worked. is, it, it helps with hair loss for men. Um, and it really worked for Jason. And then Jason just got lazy and was like, I don't want to deal with any hair. I had so much hair, I had to shave it yeah, off. Yeah, he's it like, was I so don't, much. this is too much. I, it's, I, I have a routine in the morning that I have to actually <laughs> fix it. And I don't want to do that because I'm lazy. Too much but problem. for those of you who do want to keep your hair, uh, Keeps has clinically proven, FDA approved hair loss treatments available. It's all online so it's very very easy you take a couple pictures of your hair you send it in and you will have a doctor who will help you find the right products and develop a personalized routine that will help you save that hair you're not going to go to a waiting room you're not going to go to a pharmacy and it's generic so it's going to save you about half the cost of a traditional pharmacy which as we all know right now really matters during these times. Uh, if you're ready to take action, join thousands of guys who have saved their hair with Keeps. You can visit keeps.com slash Y for 50% off your first order. That is half off keeps.com, K-E-E-P-S dot com slash Y. According to a recent report, uh, major fast food chains like White Castle and Chipotle have started employing restaurant robots as, uh, of course, labor shortages continue to impact the industry. 
while uh, the price of food increases in the aftermath of COVID, you've got crippling inflation. And of course, you've got minimum wage increases uh, happening across the country in certain places. So you've got, let's see, these are little robots that will grill burgers, brew coffee, and welcome customers, because don't you want to get welcomed to your local Chipotle by a robot uh, for a fraction of the cost as compared to paying actual human workers. Um, and look, the National Restaurant Association said in a report uh, that was reviewed by the Daily Mail that four out of five operators have been understaffed since the pandemic hit in 2020. And I believe it because, you know, earlier I poked fun at don't you want a, a robot welcoming you? But they would at least be welcoming you, which is sometimes more than you would get with regular humans because uh, the, this industry has just been demolished. And we have found almost every time we go out to eat, it is just, it's not the service that it was pre-COVID. Um, and so I, I think that this is fascinating because we talked about, I mean, we've been talking about this for years on this program. I know with both of you that automation is going to kill this industry. If you start telling companies they're gonna have to pay $18 an hour to someone to flip burgers at McDonald's, they're not going to pay a person to do that. They're just going to pay uh, for a machine that will do the same damn thing. And here you have it. And wouldn't you rather be making, you know, uh, $13.50 than zero? Because now all of these people are going to be out a job. Yeah. And some of the most woke companies that are like talking about raising or increasing the minimum wage, companies like Amazon, it's hilarious when they first start talking about raising the minimum wage or agreeing with it. They also that coincided with them releasing a video of their new automated factory mm -hmm. where everything, literally everything was automated. They had like maybe one or two workers. Mm -hmm. They were just, just watching to make sure that uh, they know exactly the direction yep. this is going. Uh, restaurants. I was at a Chili's the other day and they had a robot waiter. So the waiter actually came. Really? The waiter. So they have they have the little kiosk thing on your table, so you yeah. can order from that. Yeah. You don't even yeah. need a waiter. Yeah. But what brought the drinks and the food was a fully automated waiter came to the table, stopped, took that's your funny. stuff. That was wow. it. Wow. Yeah. That's the direction. But how, how yeah. many people actually work at Walmart, like at the checkout counter anymore? It's all do it yourself. Yeah. Everything. That's the direction it's going to. There's, there's a store, again, powered by Amazon. It's in DFW, but they're going to like Whole Foods, some other places, where everything's AI-powered. So you go up to the store, you swipe your credit card to get, open the door. The door opens, mm -hmm. you go in. All the cameras watch you. You pick your food, pick your products. Then when you go up to the exit, it's, there's a little thing that says, do you want to leave? You hit yes, charges your credit card. There's one worker. He didn't even hardly speak English, too, because I was trying to talk to him about it. Of course he it. didn't. Didn't know how to speak English. Yeah. He just stands there at the front in case people have questions. Wow. Yeah. That he cannot answer because he doesn't speak English. <laughs> right. So that's great. Yeah. You know, I get on stage a couple times a week at a place which is, uh, you know, run by people in the service industry. I do. And I, I try to point out, I say, you know, it went from saying help wanted signs to now it says, please be patient with us because yes. we are short staffed. Yes. Nobody wants to go to work anymore. And so, you know, if you go, I don't care if you go to a drive through window or whatever, you've got to double check everything now because hey, I went into a restaurant the other night to just check in and say, look, I got a, I got a group of nine coming. I need a table. No rush. Mm -hmm. We're going to be having drinks across the street, across the parking lot. No rush. That, that, I mean, it was be this girl was like, oh, I'm going to type in your phone number to tag you. Oh, oh, there's two groups of eight coming in before you. Are you sure you want to eat here? And I'm like, give me the robots. <laughs> Give me the robots! I want it automated! I want to be able to talk into a speaker and say, Hey, Krusty the Clown! There's nine of us coming in here to eat your garbage food! <laughs>
overpriced. <laughs> it sums up my feelings too on that. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. We got to take a break. We'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm like, there's something that seems so wrong about robots taking over, but then. Well, uh, I have enjoyed my first day back on the job is like riding a bike, right? This is this was good. This was good. I mean, maybe I don't know. I've been up since three a.m. Very Coming bumpy ride, but whatever. <laughs> it's a bumpy ride. Come on, you're not you're not one hundred percent. I'm not one hundred percent. I need sleep so bad. I have been. I was out last night. Yeah, but the problem is, you come in here and you see me again, and it's like. <sighs> And you gotta get caught back up. I get it. It, it kind of, it kind of just catches your breath a little bit. Oh, really? you missed me. You haven't seen me. In, I actually have. I've been going through Chad withdrawals. Yeah. Because I'm used to seeing him every week. <laughs> and he was gone because he moved away, which I was, was dumb. I was out somewhere. And then, yeah. Well, and then, but I'm back from Florida and I'm ready to go and I'm excited to see what the future may hold for this show. Hopefully, there is a show. Leave uh, a rating and review, and we'll see. Yeah, I don't know, but I don't. My like, I'm down. I don't have a producer, <laughs> so inquiries. Uh, <laughs> make sure to send them to Sarah at BlazeMedia.com if you know anyone who's interested in a producer job, and perhaps lives in Dallas or is willing to travel to Dallas. Uh, let me know, because we are in the market for one here at the News and Why It Matters. Uh, thanks to Chris, though, for filling in in the meantime. Thank you to Chad Prather. Thank you to Jason Buttrell. Uh, and we will see you guys tomorrow back at it again. Same time, same place. Again. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.